0: Hey, everyone, this is Rob Mel Watley with Truck and Hustle Podcast, where we interview the best entrepreneurs and thought leaders from transportation and logistics. Make sure you tune in with us every Tuesday. You are now listening to Road Signs with your host, Michael Fries. Thank you for listening to Road Signs, the podcast series from Transport Topics that explores the trends and technologies that are shaping the future of trucking. Before we dive into today's episode, We'd like to invite you to subscribe to Transport Topics where you can receive exclusive access to our top 100 lists, quarterly magazines, and other news surrounding the trucking industry. To subscribe, visit ttn.ws slash ttsubscribe. You can also text ttsubscribe to 571-622-0001 to become an official member of Transport Topics. That's 571 622 In today's episode, we'll tackle a subject that's somewhat new to the industry, but it's a rising risk for fleet operations across the country. In a world full of autonomous and electric-powered transportation, we often hear about the benefits of this advancing technology. However, in these times, fleets are also experiencing some risks. Cyberattacks are not just reserved for retail companies and social media sites. The dangers are now becoming a blindside threat for trucking companies causing havoc to their day-to-day operations. So for this episode, we'll ask, why should the trucking industry care about the dangers of cybersecurity? To answer that question, we'll speak with Mark Zakos, president of DG Technologies, a vehicle network solutions firm. I spoke with Mark after his task force session about the subject during the Technology and Maintenance Council meeting earlier in September. He detailed the importance of cybersecurity and what fleets need to do to protect themselves. Here's our conversation. We are here at the Technology and Maintenance Council Fall Meeting and Technician Skills Competition here in Cleveland, Ohio. With me, I have Mark Zakos, President of DG Technologies. It's a vehicle network solutions firm. He also chairs one of the task force meetings uh, concerning cybersecurity here at TMC. So, uh, Mark, welcome to Road Science.
1: Hey, thank you very much. Glad glad to be here. It's interesting to talk to you about cybersecurity.
0: All right, great, great. You know, one of the things uh, that really struck me about that 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 task force meeting that you, that you led was just the importance of of cybersecurity. You know, we you know this is the you know a maintenance and technology council meeting, so we're really covering the the technology side of of that particular maintenance. And cybersecurity is a uh, fairly new new subject when. I mean, in comparison to the the other topics that are are discussed here at the conference, Uh, but one of the things that really struck me was uh, in the era that you know the vehicle, the engine, the parts of the engine talk to each other you know, through, through uh, many protocol, well, um, several protocol languages, you know, there th- th- that opens up th- that particular component to, uh, to, to attacks. So um, you know, and, and when we think of cybersecurity, we often think of credit card companies or websites that have been hacked and, and personal information that's been out and, and sold to nefarious uh, you know, types of, of of people, but in the trucking industry, is it, it's much different. You know, uh, could you explain that that particular difference and just kind of, uh, I guess, in a layman's way, I- explain the the importance of cybersecurity?
1: Sure. Well, I think uh, the cybersecurity uh, issues cover uh, a couple different uh, aspects. One is definitely in privacy. Um, although, if you're running a commercial vehicle and the idea is that, um, you know, that company that owns the vehicle, the data is theirs, the the uh, information is not necessarily needing to be held in a, in a private sense, like a private person. However, uh, that information is still valuable to um, the, the uh, threats that are out there, the threats that are coming either from criminals, from People just trying to have fun, you know, if you call that fun, hacking into into your equipment and back ends and, and the, making those sort of um, entertainment. Uh, uh, and then there's also the overseas, those those big threats that are coming from Russia and other countries. Um, what those big guys want, though, is it's... it's um, a, an attack on our country. It's an attack on our logistical system, or an attack on our infrastructure. Um, just like they're shooting bullets over in Ukraine, um, there's, there's certainly a threat of these cyber bullets coming uh, from, from the uh, bad guys and hitting us and knocking down our equipment, knocking down our logistics, making it hard for the country to function. Um, and uh, so, so the the criminals is one aspect of attack that we have to pr- protect ourselves against, and even a higher threat is from those uh, 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 countries that that want to want to um, make things happen. Maybe not necessarily for ransomware. They just they they, they want to. Uh, hurt the United States. So what we're doing in our cybersecurity task force here at DMC is we're creating some recommended practices that uh, will give, uh, first of all, visibility uh, to these in, uh, this important, I think very important um, uh, cybersecurity uh, uh, protections that, that your company has to have in place. Now the back end, there's a lot of IT people, a lot of cybersecurity for for the back end and the IT and the server side is actually pretty mature, pretty well protected. Uh, but when it gets into the maintenance side and, and in right into the vehicle side, that's kind of new, new uh, ground. Right. So the idea is that you have in the truck, you have the electronic control units communicating with each other. And that communication is, thus far um, pretty open you can you can snoop on there the the bad guys know have the technology to listen to that communications and uh, to reverse engineer it and and maybe inject something into uh, that communication stream that disrupts the operation of your, your vehicle and it may not be a a uh, a shutdown event, maybe just a D-rate event, something to slow you down, something to uh, make your business in, uh, a lot more inefficient.
0: So it's something that's not, you know, we, we have your we have your you know credit, your, we have your you know financial information. It's it's more of a tool to create chaos.
1: It's, but then that actually brings about financial rewards for those companies. So, what they're trying to do is to give you our time, and hey, unless you send me Bitcoin, I'm gonna keep doing this, right? So, the typical attack on a on a fleet, which there have been attacks on fleets, um, it goes after their data in their server. It has Information about the the vehicle, about you know individuals. They're collecting information, uh, personal information, but they're also collecting business information, bank accounts, of, uh, all sorts of things. They take that, they lock it up, encrypt it, and then they ransom it back to you. Now, sometimes you get it back, sometimes you don't, but. Um, I never recommend paying that ransom. Sometimes you got to, you feel compelled to. Still the bad guys have your data and what they then do is go out to something called the dark net and they sell it there. They get a dollar a credit card number, a dollar a social security number or something like that and so they're making money and then and then uh, you know the next guy comes along and says oh I'll buy that off the dark net and I can create another attack so very often there's repeated attacks on on, on companies
0: okay now when during the, the task force meeting i, I the, the the people that you were speaking with and uh, and and the, the other speakers at, at that session kind of expressed uh, maybe an enthusiasm gap. I mean, I don't know if that's the...
1: That, I, I love the way that you put that. And so what you heard there and what you experienced is, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, Mark, I've heard you talk about that and others talk about that. But, you know... There, there, there's not a vibe going around in the room. There's not like, yeah, yeah, we got to do this. We got to get, you know, cybersecurity. Not like
0: electric cars. Not, know? You
1: know, <laughs> not, not, yeah. So it's kind of it's, it's it's important, but how do you catch on? And, and what we did discuss is um, we called it, well, maybe we need to do some war gaming mm-hmm. where we actually get across to um, the, the uh, community, um, yeah, this is what really could happen and um, how bad can it get? And game it out right. and see you know, well, where would you be or where would that guy be and what are they gonna do next? And, um, and then maybe you can, you can get some of that enthusiasm and get some momentum built. Uh, indeed, there were a couple people who raised their hands in the, in the meeting and said, um, yeah, we've been hacked or, yeah, right. we've, so there's definitely, it's out there and the threats are there. Um, I think that our, uh, right now, we're just, as a community, um, I just don't think we're, we, we take it as seriously as we can and, uh, or as we should and, and, and doing everything that we possibly can to train people and to stand up our, our, our guard as high as possible.
0: Transport topics in one word, authoritative knowledge outstanding reliable we ask transport topics readers to describe us in one word informative informative integrity the bible authoritative the authority transportation information that's two but i i I gotta have it both physically large (laughs) oh that's two words visit influence.ttnews.com forward slash say hello to find out what they're talking about So what are the steps to, in doing that? I mean, it, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's, it's definitely an issue, but again when at the meeting there was that sense of okay this is a solution waiting for a problem because we're not seeing it you know my, my, my trucking company's not getting hacked why would they hack me so mm-hmm. it's it was you, it, it was kind of that I mean as you expressed yeah. you know sort of that enthusiasm gap so w- what could be those steps that that's what you take well
1: I, I would say one thing that uh, people ought to look into is what we did during the super tech competition <clears throat> and as you as you know here in Cleveland uh, we had the heavy duty, super tech, um, thirteen stations uh, of skills challenge on Sunday. One of those stations was a cybersecurity station. I, I, I ran that, and I had support from um, other uh, judges and other individuals. It was really, I think, uh, uh, very well um, structured, and and the results were. Um, I think uh, very pleasing to me. We had a very good distribution of of technician scores. There are some that were very good and some that didn't do good at all. And then there are a lot in between. Uh, So do you have that skill already in your technician? Do you have that skill in the people that do the maintenance? Whether that they're working on the on the vehicle, whether they're in the parts department, whether they're in you know, the back office, what are they doing in your maintenance, uh, a, whole, uh, a whole of your maintenance operation to get trained and to understand that threat, to recognize that threat, and to be gain the skills that are needed to protect uh, your company or organization against that threat.
0: So the the texts that were competing in, in that particular category, you said there was sort of wide range of, mm-hmm. of of test scores. I mean, was that your expectation? Uh,
1: that was my uh, hope, actually. Um, and you know, just in the community, we can. And going back to to the task force meeting, there were some um, known fleet operations that are very, very v- well versed in cybersecurity, and they've got the great. Um, there uh, uh, programs in place, training programs, opportunities to advance um, their team and the state of the art. And then there's others that, um, you know, in the, in the standard distribution of things, right, that it's like, ah, oh, it'll never happen to me. And well, if it does, I'll just, you know, what's the worst that can happen? And, and of course, the worst is they'll shut you down. You go bankrupt because you won't be able to, you know, move any any uh, of your of your trucks. So. Um, I that was my expectation and uh, it was also helpful to learn from the text I got a chance after the sessions were over they approached me we got a chance to chat it's like well what was that question about is that, that really happening? yeah it can really happen it's like wow that's it and so we had a very good discussion so I even learned and okay. that that was valuable for me
0: or, or some of the things that that the techs were giving you feedback for? I mean, it, it, I mean what were some of the, the topics that, that were landed on? Was, this, was there a common theme, or was it just kind of all over?
1: Well, I think part of the theme was that uh, uh, one of the, I would say, um, some people know this stuff, or we heard about this stuff, but we've never seen it in action. And part of the challenge, one of the questions, and one of the, it, there's a hands-on part that we had, where those good techs had to get the probes out and had to, you know, poke around in the wire harnesses, and and uh, I think that was uh, something that they they've experienced in terms of course repair and maintenance and replacing sensors, replacing ECUs, finding broken wires, this sort of thing is 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 what they do. Um, uh, many of them, and um, you know. What they took away from that is uh, what I took away, and I think a good discussion was, well, how Mark, how do you know that was a cyber attack? That that I've seen that condition before that you describe, and it was a bad fuel sensor, you know, and I, I just replaced the sensor, and and I'm saying no. Um, uh, it's not a bad sensor. I actually, you know, injected a cyber <laughs> fault in there So oh, no So it was a kind of a fun little discussion So how do you tell the difference between a, you know, a, a you know, conventional I'll call it, fault and a cyber fault and in the honest answer is it's very difficult So but what we really want to do again is to uh uh raises awareness and have people recognize it could there could be some conditions here that look kind of curious and in, in that it's maybe I should report it in, through my maintenance uh, uh structure is that you know there's something happening on this truck something happening on that laptop that I use to talk to that truck something that um, through the te- telematics that doesn't jive with the the communications coming off there. Is there, is dis- there's a little discontinuity in the data that I'm getting there than the data that I'm reading directly. Um, you know, these are our curious markers, we call them markers, of, you know, there could be a cyber attack. And then finally, um, these attacks that we're talking about, right. um, these are not Invented overnight, right. you, you know the the, the the these are threats that a lot of times they're replayed over and over again that you know goes from one group of, a, of Attackers to the next one. You know the criminals are all over they, they they're not very creative. They're pretty lazy <laughs> so uh, they find that this uh, this attack works um, you know, the other guys are gonna say, oh, that's fun, let's let's try to do this attack. So they learn from each other, the bad guys learn from each other too. Well,
0: they say there's no smart thing, I mean, no such thing as a smart, uh, there's no such thing as a smart criminal. So, I mean, yeah. There,
1: yeah, I, I don't know any uh, uh, that I'm aware of, but I'm sure they're out there, so.
0: But, but, but seriously, Mark, I, I mean, but is, is that the, the expectation, that I guess the next step, you know, when C meets in Orlando, in, in March, or well, February, or late February. Uh, is that your expectation, just sort of raising awareness and being aware of those markers that you were just talking about?
1: Well, we have two things that we want to do uh, in the interim uh, before the next TMC meeting. The TMC event is their annual, annual meeting in Orlando. Um, so I'm working on some um, Recommended practices of RPs that are I think would be useful if we get them reviewed and and send them on to the uh, to the organization for balloting the uh, Contract considerations is one thing. So it's an idea is that when you're buying new equipment be it a truck computer Something for your desk top or whatever um, Here are the things that you ought to do in the acquisition process to maybe have your vendors be aware of, right, um, because it's 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 just not starting within you. There's the, the, that supply chain all the way down uh, to, you know, it does get down to the chip level, right. you know, having that control and understanding where you're getting your chips from, and, all, you know, sometimes those chips are counterfeit, and sometimes, yes, they do have um, viruses or something in, planted in there that you would have no idea. There is, you know, uh, legitimate cases of that.
0: So I mean, that sounds. I mean, we're, we're talking about cybersecurity, but that sounds more, especially with with, with, with chip. That sounds more of a, a hardware problem as well. I mean,
1: uh, it's a supply chain so, problem, okay. right? Because the the chain of custody, that the chain of trust, as we call it, you have to trust all the way down to the lowest level of vendor, right? So if you're you're buying fuel, okay, I trust the. You know the the fuel delivery company. I trust that they have good uh, cybersecurity uh, um, practices. Um, maybe maybe uh, uh, there's something called the Colonial Pipeline hack that yes. that occurred. You know, uh, recently last year or so. And and what happened there is that there there was a there's a breach in uh, one of the computers that was controlling the pipeline. And, and controlling some of that uh, operations and in, in terms of uh, how that affected the end customers uh, okay we'll shut your pipeline down you don't get any fuel you can't deliver your fuel you nobody can drive so the, you know there's a big chain there so my point there is that the chain of custody that just doesn't stop at you know what's in your shop it has to go all the way through your operations and then to, to your vendors and to their Suppliers as well. Okay.
0: Well, I think we uh, that's a that's a nice bow that you, we can put on this conversation. Uh, I know there's there's lots of, lots more uh, to, to do uh, and, and to uh, to talk about concerning cybersecurity. So, um, thank you for, for very much for coming on. We we've been speaking with Mark Zacos, president of DG Technologies. Mark, thank you very much for making us smarter about this particular My issue. My pleasure. Thank you. No problem. Did you know you can ask Alexa to open Transport Topics? In just one minute, you will hear the biggest trucking headlines of that day. Be prepared and start your morning off right with Transport Topics. Before we close, let's take a moment to revisit our original question. Why should the trucking industry care about the dangers of cybersecurity? As we heard from Mark Zakos, while the threats of cyber attack are real, it's been generally difficult for some fleets to wrap their minds around the possibility. So how do you warn someone about a hazard that's unseen, and for some, unheard of? Zakos explained that the industry needs to fill the enthusiasm gap and garnish a sense of urgency to cybersecurity. As he mentioned, the threats aren't necessarily seeking sensitive information as in a credit card company breach, but rather their attacker's goal is to cause chaos and disruption, which is equally crippling for a trucking operation. But all is not gloom and doom either. As the technology matures in evolution and acceptance, the need to protect it should grow along with it. If you enjoyed this episode of Road Signs, please let others know. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to reach out to the Road Signs team on Twitter at TTRoadSigns or reach me at Michael V. Freeze. You can email us at share at ttnews.com. We'll read them and respond daily. Also, let us know how we're doing by texting TTSURVEY to 571-622-0001. And of course, we'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of Road Signs. Until then, I'm Michael Fries. Thank you for listening.